Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in and listening to Real Talk with Michelle. Um, I've really been enjoying having you guys give me feedback um, and letting me know what you think about the show. Um, and if you have been enjoying it, uh, make sure that you go and you subscribe and you rate and review. That way you can have me in your pocket. You can take me to work with you. You can listen in your car and, you know, I mean, generally, I can generally just get really good content from me. Um, also, if you've really been enjoying the show, um, please make sure to support. You can go to anchor.fm backslash real talk with Michelle backslash support and you can make sure that you help sustain this podcast for future episodes um welcome and let's start the show hey guys welcome back so happy to be back talking to you. You have no idea. I've been over here driving myself crazy, not being able to speak and trying to kind of figure out my creative process and what else going on and making graphics. It's been, it's been really, really amazing, but also I needed to rest my voice, but I'm glad to be back chit-chatting with you. And this episode, in my time alone, I got to listen to my podcast, kind of figure out words that I was overusing, kind of how to cut them out, um, um, and that's what it is. So <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to cut that out, figure out other things to say, even if it's just taking a small breath and aerating. I figure that's usually where I pluck words, but this episode was super exciting to me because in sitting by myself, I really realized that I gotten away from who I was as my younger self. And I know we focus so much on growing up and being older and being completely better versions of ourselves. And sometimes the better version of ourselves could learn something from our younger self. So I wanted this episode to be about what my younger self would tell me. Um, I think she could tell me a lot. And I've realized that I kind of got out of some of my old ways, but some of them kind of helped me get good defenses to get to where I am today. One of them being to stop overthinking and live in the moment. I know old Michelle would be like, listen, girl, you are over here stewing in your head. It's taking you 300 hours to put your clothes on and go somewhere because you actually care what you're putting on. And I just remember back in the day, one of my friends telling me, um, Michelle, if they remember what you had on, then like their priorities are scared. Like they shouldn't know what you wore yesterday or to the next day. Like, do you know what people have on? And I'm like, absolutely not. I couldn't tell you if you had on the same jeans. Also, I couldn't tell you what someone was thinking or why something happened the way it happened because I just didn't loan that much of my brain space to thinking about that. Maybe because my brain space was still, you know, in my younger space in my 20s. So that 20-year-old girl never was sitting at home like, I wonder what this guy is thinking and why he didn't call me or what his text looked like. Because what was a text? We didn't even have those. They cost 10 cents every time we sent one. I threatened somebody every time they sent me a text. Because they're like, you just cost me 10 cents to read something because you're trying to be cool. You could have called me and said that. They still feel the same way. Call me. Because sometimes our texts get 
misconstrued and we start looking at times and we're like, he answered back this time, that one time, she answered back this time, and now she said this. Overthinking. The brain doesn't have enough space for that because we need to be doing something with our creative self. So stop overthinking and live in the moment. It's something we can use right now that I know my younger self would tell you and me. Another one I wanted to talk about was spend your money like you know it's coming back. We think so much that we have to hold on, hold on to things, watch it build, watch it grow. And we do, but sometimes we need to throw that to the wind and say, hey, I have this much. And I did that. I did that last year. I had this much money. I booked an Airbnb and I was like, I'm going to Asheville, North Carolina. I'm just going to go. I'll spend what I have. But, you know, make sure that you can come back and pay your bills. Like, that is something my 20-year-old self would have said, too. Like, don't return back and you can't pay your power bill and you can't keep the lights on or the roof over your head. Make sure you can do that. But stop thinking that you don't have enough because there is plenty out there for you to have, to continue to have. Spend it like you know it's coming back. Treat yourself to things sometimes. Don't overthink it. Like, You can't have a million dollar coffee every day, but the day that you really feel like you need it because it's going to pick you up and make you be able to do your work or something better, splurge. Splurge on the thing that makes you feel good in the moment. Um, There's um again. Another one I wanted to talk about was how we spend time with our family, how we communicate with them. This was another thing that came up over here in quiet take a break moment was Call your mother even more than you than you did before. Go home like you used to when you were trying to get away from the college dorm. I went home every weekend that I got a chance. And every every opportunity that I got. And when I was home, I spoke to my mother so much. Whenever I would go home, we would spend time with each other, just kind of sit and talk or Honestly, I would just lay in my mother's lap. Yes, I was 20-something years old. And yes, I laid in my mother's lap. And I still will lay in her lap, judge yourself. I am the youngest of my family, so that is still allowed. And everybody understands it. I'm the baby. And um, recently, we've started to talk to each other more. I have started to call her more. She started to call me more. She's sending me cards just because. And I think it's really sweet because... You know, time is not promised. My father passed away this month. Um, It'll be two years. So I really feel like he's been speaking to me and making sure that we mend any type of family things that we have because he was the person that, like, kept us together. So if you're having, like, those little things, moments where you think there's an opening that possibly you can start to mend things with your family, spend more time with them, talk to them. Also, I've been talking to my nieces and nephews. Let's just say you start a conversation with them, you start getting cash app requests. <laughs> but they remind me of me when I was younger. And my dad did used to, I used to borrow $20 from him a lot. Borrow being used very loosely because I never gave it back. So I, I like to do stuff like that for my nieces and nephews too because my dad used to. It was like, it's a, it's a 20. I do a lot of different things with a 20. I'd rather give it to my nieces and nephews. Um... The other one was go places alone and meet new people. Sometimes it's really hard to go places with our friends and meet new people because our friends have these ideas about what a new friend should be like. And sometimes they're never really my ideas. Even in school, 
both high school and college, I had the ability to make friends outside of a group and bring two groups together, which I talked about in Finding Your Tribe. I have no problem being like, ooh, I want to take you to this so you can meet this person that I met. And people thought I was bananas because I would always be like, we're going to go to this party. I met this girl last week. She seemed really cool. And they're like, what? Why? Like, where were you at? And I'm like, I don't know. I like wandered into this bar and this really cool girl was at the bar and we started talking. And now I want to hang out with her. So you can go or you can't, but I'm trying to keep opening up new pathways. So that's one thing that my 20 year old self did a lot. And I've been doing that lately. Like I will go and have lunch by myself because a lot of people are at work when I'm not at work and I will go and I will have a couple of drinks at a new place at a random time. But I know that my location and just definitely things where I live, where I can get to really quick versus like waiting for somebody else to go home from work, come back into the city, go, you know, get Ubers, do all the things. By that time, I'm like beat out because it's getting to be like... (laughs) 10 30 and I'm tired um there's some people that have the ability to keep me up past my bedtime but that's neither here nor there but I try to fight sleep when I'm usually by myself I can't but go places alone meet new people put yourself out of the comfort zone I realize that's a comfort zone thing and then some people are like it's weird to be at a restaurant by yourself and I'm like no it's not I feel like as long as I'm ordering food and beverage, this server should be happy that I sat down because I know a lot of people come to BS and I didn't come to play. I came to try a couple drinks. I'm going to try some food. I might get some extra food to go. (laughs) I'm your target person to sit and spend some money with myself, which also means spend money like you know it's coming back sometimes. It's an experience for me, and I like to spend money on experiences. The next one, my 20-year-old self, younger self period, because some of these come from a different period, would be while you're out too I like to dance 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 like no one's watching move around like no one's watching dance I recently went to a um, music festival deep tropics with a friend of mine here in Nashville and it was just kind of random it was a random night um she calls and just said, Hey, like, do you want to go to this thing? And I'm like, sure. You know, I'm, I'm saying yes to experiences. It ain't going to be a full year. Yes. It's kind of like the end of the year. of Yes. So I'm saying yes to more experiences. I agreed to go. We went, well, she, then she wait in between there. She goes, they just added Rick Ross to uh, the bill. I'm like, what? Excuse me. They just added Rick Ross. Yes. Bucket list. I always want to see people perform live, especially rappers that I find little tidbits of information from that get you like hype for work and stuff. Rick Ross, hustling. That was my jam, among many others. I was like, sure. We met up. We had a blast. It was raining. We danced in the rain. It's My friend was just like, I'm sorry, we can stand under this little platform. I'm like, girlfriend, I don't have any hair. So this comes... This comes at a perfect time. I have a low-cut haircut, and I absolutely adore it for this reason. Because rain, eh, while I don't like it on my face, 
this is a nighttime event. It's kind of rave, EDM type music. I don't know where Rick Ross fits in that, but I feel like that was made for me. I feel like the sun shines for me. I feel like it rains for me. I feel like all of it happens right when it's supposed to. It was awesome. We danced in the rain, hand in hand, spinning in circles, up and down steps, acting like complete children. And my 20-year-old self would have rejoiced in that because that is completely letting your walls down. We talked about that the next day. My friend was just as excited and just as happy as I was in that moment. And that deepened our friendship. And I, I like that. I had fun. Thanks, Em. That was really special. Also, um, slowing down a little bit. I would tell myself now, to my 20-year-old self, to me, sleep all the time. Stay in the bed late. I know we feel like we're supposed to get up and constantly be moving. I have been falling into this really chill, relaxing state. Over the summer, I felt like I needed to get up at 5 a.m. I needed to be productive. I needed to move. And it was because I needed to. It leads me to the point where I am now, which is more of a sitting state, to record, to be able to be on my computer, to chill, and so now, with the weather changing, with the sun rising a little, a little later, my body is asking for me during this Virgo season, help us all. I'm a rising Virgo, so my work pushes me to move, but I've been following my body, and my body is actually saying, chill out a little longer. So I've been getting up at six and walking my dogs and then kind of starting to do everything from there. I am still up at five. I'm just not out of my bed at five. I have a cat. He's trained till five. <laughs> he actually, I kid you not, slept all through the night last night. I don't know if he went on an adventure, but he didn't bother me. And that's a blessing. And when he got up at five, he just came to the side of the bed and gave me a gentle meow. He didn't jump up and knock stuff over. So I feel like it was fair that I got up and got him some food. And I got back in bed and I just chilled there. I did some graphic work and um, read my horoscope. I just relaxed. I wrote in my journal and that feels really good to me to just start slow. My younger self, I mean, she slept till noon and she was sprightly and she looked cute and she still got everything done. So I'm leaning into her telling me to just chill, stay in bed a little longer, enjoy it, talk to your mate, talk to your spouse, talk to someone, you know, just chill in bed with each other for a little while, get a cup of coffee, start the day like that sometimes versus starting the day rushing and running or just being up in my case. I was done with work by like 10 o'clock and I was bored. So I need to start, I need to be done with work by noon-ish and maybe not. And that's just before if I go to Eastside Nails or not. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, also, the next place I would go with that is to take all the chances that you were given. My younger self, if anybody said anything to me that I thought was worthwhile and it was like, here, you could give this a shot or, you know, go talk to this person. They know this person who could help you have this. All the chances, all the job opportunities, even jobs I wasn't qualified for sometimes. I took them 
And I worked my way through them because I knew that whatever you could get me into, if you could just get me into the door, I could do it. So take all the chances that you're given. Don't tell yourself or limit yourself and say, I can't do this. Like your 20 year old self would be highly upset that you didn't go in here and fake like you knew how to work this stuff on the computer when you know you're over here dibbling and dabbling in it already. Work your way through it. Take all the chances, man. I can't even, that's just self-explanatory in itself. Just take all the chances that you're given. Try everything at least once and maybe like not some drugs or something, but try, try everything once that excites you. If you're talking, I'm one, if you're talking to me about how you hate your job or like I talk about this all the time, you hate your job and you want to do something. I'm like, listen, I noticed that you're really good at organizing. Or I noticed that you are really good at making these oils or whatever you do. I'm going to tell you, like, pop it out there. Like, you're not the only person who has this idea. And I think a friend of mine told me, he's like, okay, so you're not going to be the only person with this product on the shelf, but yours is yours. Like, put it out there. And I'm like, you're right. So... Look, look for that too, because I'm going to, I'm going to make that happen because I thought this long before I saw it on the shelves, but I feel like once you put the thought out there that you want something, it automatically is in the universe and it could be somebody else's. So when you think of your ideas and even if your ideas are not singular to yourself, you're still the only person that can do it like you. So take those chances. I'm just saying. The other one I put which I feel like I do successfully, but I think my younger girl, she would be super happy about it. (laughs) She would be really proud because it's to love hard, fail at it, and do it all over again the next day. Who cares? Who cares how many times you fall in love? Like, I think it's wonderful to be able to say, I've been in love many times in my life. And some people be like, that wasn't love. That was, you don't know what it was for me. I feel a true intense love. And sometimes you realize that this love maybe was not what you thought it was, but it does not mean that this love didn't exist in some form for you or some form for this other person. So I've never just told somebody like, you didn't love me. Like, I don't know. Maybe they did. I know that the way that I feel, I continuously want to feed love into stuff. And this is for friends, uh, family, you may start out being like, you know, I like I this person did so many things to me, whatever. But you get to say I forgive them and I still love them, and you can still move forward with those things too. And that's forgiving too. Like forgive as much as you can. It doesn't mean you have to talk to people again. And I realize that too. Like I still love a lot of the people that probably hurt me, and I forgive them and I just move on because I don't have to talk to them. But loving in Um, a romantic way several times I feel like just teaches me personally how to be better at it how to be a little more selfless the next time how to demand more of my things the next time how to have us both set healthy boundaries how to say no how to say yes how to compromise I learned so much from loving in all forms but the most important part that my 20 year old self would tell me is like, then tomorrow when you wake up and you didn't cry all night long, move on. Who's next? 
who was who was who was trying to not I don't really like to talk to people who were trying to hire me while I was doing other things because I really feel like mm, you might have been up to no good. But if you waited and you kind of watched and <laughs> you saw you saw um, it kind of dissipate. I'm not messy, so it's not dissipating and like I hate this person and on the internet. I ain't got time for all that. But if you just gradually noticed a shift in the interest of pictures or <laughs> the way someone is speaking and you kind of step to me in that moment, ah, you know, we can, we can talk. Um, I think that's fair, but I mean, I can say, which in the interest of all people, right out of that really toxic, not my marriage, but the following relationship, that toxic, awful that one I met a person a person asked me on the date the next day um happens to still be the person I'm talking to now I went I went you know I'm like whatever what do I have to lose like it was this I want to see what else is out there because obviously this passive toxic thing is not going to be how everyone is and I promise you the universe sends you or sends me maybe this is my narrative this is my story but the universe sends me Something so sweet after the most crazy, tumultuous times in my life. I always get something back so gentle, so caring, so loving. Like, I just feel like it's on purpose. It's just to show me, like, not to lose faith in love. And I'm going to leave that there. Um, also, this, is, this has to be for me, but hopefully it can help somebody else. Maybe other people are like this, but I have a neurosis. My 20-year-old self would be like, Michelle, leave the house messy sometimes. No one will see it until you're ready. I have a thing where I cannot leave the house unless everything is back in its original place, which means like you could come over here and move something and I will notice it in 5.5 seconds because it's not where I left it. And even when I leave a mess, you can move something on the floor. You can move a pair of shoes to another location. I'd be like, I don't put shoes there. I never take off my shoes there. I know how that sounds. I'm working on it. <laughs> but she would tell me to walk out the door. Stop being that way. Chill out, fam. Leave. <laughs> um, I really feel like to tie it back around to what I was saying earlier, like go on vacations and spend your last to get there. They, like, my 20-year-old self used to be like, let's go to Atlanta, on a whim, mind you, in college. And so it means, you know, I had little, little bits of money. I had a job in college, but still, like, I didn't really have enough to just, like, jet off. But me and my friends would just jet off to Atlanta. Collectively, we would pool our money and be like, look, all right, this is the game plan. We, <laughs> we have... We have this amount of money and we're going to go. Someone so is going to get us into a party. We're going to stay at so-and-so's house. We'll get food. However, like we had a blast too. And I don't mean like you have to travel like, oh my God, with your last penny, but spend what you can for your experiences. Leave town, drive away, go do something. Don't drive away. Drive an hour away from where you live and go and walk in another town and have lunch in another town and talk to people. Get your experiences up. I feel like that's really all my 20-year-old self was doing was like testing life boundaries and seeing what was out there for the taking. And 
the last one that I put down as a bullet point was live like what's tomorrow? Like what is tomorrow? We don't know. It is future. But what we do know is it's today. So live today as if you're, it's your last. And I know in countless journals from when I was that age, it was really like before it was a Drake, we were still like YOLO. Like we were like, you know, you only live once. Let's do it. Like we threw caution to the wind so much, me and my friends and myself mostly, because I would just be like, whew, man, I am tired. But where are we going again? Like you just trying to go to Memphis for the night? Let's roll. Like we really just would pick up and do things. And I never thought for a moment before I did something, what the consequence was going to be, which sounds crazy, but sometimes we just have to be like, in rational things, of course, don't go to jail, but in rational matters, who cares? Like this podcast is one of those things where I'm like, YOLO, I've been talking about it for years on years on years. And I told you everything has a time. I didn't really have anything, any content at the point. I really hadn't lived life, but I knew I always wanted to do this. So this is a live for today moment. I woke up this morning and because I've been recording episodes and some of them kind of felt forced and some of them are usable, some of them are not. But today I felt like a force. I have an appointment in about two hours, but I was like, you know what? I was about to go and pull tarot and I just said, I feel like talking. I'm going to go ahead and knock out this episode. I'm going to go ahead and talk it out. It's, it, this is, this is such a great feeling for me. And I'm very happy that I went ahead and I did this episode. So, um, I'm going to wrap that up, but I ask you to ask yourself, what would your younger self tell you? Like what part of you has came out of young fun you And has gotten so serious and, you know, in our brain space that we don't take time to just be like, what would I do if I was my younger self? Would I go outside for a run? Would I go swing on a swing set? Would I, like, what would you do if you didn't live in your brain space so much? Um, And that's really all I wanted to talk about today. I really thank you guys for listening. Um... You can find the um, listener support link on my page on Anchor. And if you want, you can get a small donation to Real Talk with Michelle to help with future episodes. I'm still trying to get that mic. So anybody who wants to help with that, I'd be ever so grateful. And I would thank you a million times over. Um, also you can leave me voice notes in anchor. If you have anything you want to say to me, leave me a little blurb or possible, you know, ideas for another episode. Um, you can listen to me in Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, breaker. Um, there's a few other platforms that you can find as well. And I want to thank you again for listening to real talk with Michelle and I will see you next week for small talk Tuesday. I'm not going to be able to do that.